1: Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So, if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at Let'sMakeaplan.org.
2: Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101 featuring Blue and Joe Grande the world's number one source for everything cannabis
3: hello and welcome to cannabis talk 101 the world's number one source for everything cannabis my name is blue alongside me is joe grande and salar cilantro is in the building with us joe
4: well we are sure. the number one source i didn't know how you're gonna end it because salar messed you up on your normal flow so i didn't know where you're gonna go with that and plus you're driving and we're trying to do so many things you guys to get some new content out there for you but thank you for listening to our podcast cannabis talk 101 all around the world Check out our website, cannabistalk101.com, as we are the number one source for everything cannabis. We've got so many great articles and blogs on there. Call us up anytime, 1 800 420 1980. There it is. 1980. 1980. Check out our IG pages, of course, at Cannabis Talk 101. Blue is at the number one, Christopher Wright. and I'm at Joe Grande. For Hello. And Salar is at Salarski. But uh, Solar, you really got to get that Beach Bar Solar going. I mean when you were showing your Super Bowl action over there, dude, at the beach, I'm like, and then Daniel on the group text goes, look at Beach Bar Salar.
5: I love I think we're gonna we're gonna trademark it and then uh Daniel's on to something there. I mean a show about me, you know, you know, puffing a J, going bar to bar, a little bar hopping, a little Anthony Bardin of uh, cannabis talk one oh one. I'm in, bro. Say less. I,
4: I mean I like the idea. And if you want to turn your typical into something special, folks, when it comes to infused products, the flavor you taste should just should be just as enjoyable as the feeling you experience, visit the website, loranoils.com. You guys, I want to talk to you about, because the Super Bowl just happened as we record this show, and I was so impressed with the Super Bowl as a Chiefs win over the Eagles by three. Not only was I impressed, I was hearing Blue spread the word that the Eagles were going to win by three and showed everybody the score because of these conspiracy theories and all this stuff. I'm not gonna lie, when it was when the Eagles tied it up, Blue, I was like, and they went for two. I was like, holy shit, now it's gonna happen. The Eagles are literally gonna win by three, and everything Blue is showing everybody is gonna be right, and it's gonna be so crazy with all these conspiracy theories. But uh, it didn't happen that way. It, the the other team won by three, the Chiefs pulled it off. What a great game that was. But the thing that everyone's talking about, besides the penalty that was called on the Eagles. Are the commercials and a I can't wait to see a cannabis commercial on the Super Bowl, right? But it'd have to be a major, major brand out there because Fox was charging seven million dollars for 30 seconds. That's some serious paper, right? There, right? So, seven million for 30 seconds. I mean, if there was one brand out there that could do a commercial. In the cannabis space, I'm thinking it's who, Cureleaf? Is maybe the only one that's in multiple states that would be able to pull something off like that?
5: The Cure Leafs, the MedMen's. I think MedMen just, they, I mean, value's under like just under a billion dollars uh, last year. But yeah, definitely those bigger name guys with multiple brands. Um,
4: Men's hurting so I, bad right now, though I just look, read
5: an article. Did you think, would you think it would be you know just a straight, you know, they would be advertising THC products, or do you think CBD products? Knowing as you know, the audience ship is you know, that's how you kind of get these uh, this market really, the CBD, you know, the anti inflammatory pain management kind of crowd, right?
4: Well, it would have to be. I
3: go ahead, Lou. I don't know, I don't know that, that they, they're, they're letting it happen. I mean, I think uh, last year, a couple co- companies put in a bid to do so, they bid higher than somebody else and they denied him. So I'm not, I am I don't think that the NFL has got there yet, but I, I do think it will come. Um, I think it's in the future for sure. Uh, I'm surprised I, I didn't see it, maybe, and maybe I missed it, but I didn't see the Budweiser commercials. Was there one?
4: I didn't see anything that really Normally stood out. Either. It's funny that you, you say that, but let me ask you guys because there was a bunch that I thought that really stood out to me, and then there was hands down my favorite commercial and like i'm gonna just throw a couple out there that i thought were were like had me moving and grooving which was the john travolta t-mobile one when they did that and it was like you know they were doing summer loving had me a blast and it was the guy from the two guys from scrubs with john travolta and they were doing that commercial i thought it was brilliant right? Like that just had me bobbing. It was a flashback to John Travolta in Greece. Um, the Breaking Bad dudes, even though I'm a weirdo and never watched Breaking Bad, which I need to, I have it planned on my lifelong things of do, to do. And Breaking Bad, watching that series is one of them. But when they did the uh, Popcorn Corners the Popcorners commercial, I thought it was clever and cool. Um, I thought that was fun. One of my other favorite one was the uh, Dunkin' Donuts, even though I'm not the biggest Dunkin' Donut as an ex-fatty, but when Ben Affleck was working there doing his Boston a- accent, and then Jen comes through the drive through at the end and goes, J-Long. so is this what you mean you're doing at the all day when you're going to work? I thought that was just cute and funny, and I, I like the accents at the beginning. I like when these People capitalize on the, you know, accents of the Boston characters. It seems like those type of commercials pop up more than not for other random companies as well.
3: What about P. Diddy? He don't do jingles.
4: Yeah, but that was on before the Super Bowl. That wasn't the big $7 million 30-second or $14 million 1-minute ad. That was on even leading up to it, but it was still a good one. Although I think, no, I think you're right. They did switch it up though because they put a jingle together. Actually, you're right. They actually that was actually a brilliant thing because they actually did a few commercials leading up to the Super Bowl and then after the Super Bowl that commercial aired again. And then they actually played the jingle that he created, or they created, um, which I forgot the song, but it was actually kind of cool. And uh, and somebody created that. You're right. It, w- it was a good one. I uh, I also love the Disney 100 Years when you watched it and you're just like, on a star. You just watch those Disney and you just realize how magical Disney really is. Because Yeah,
5: I told you Disney people when I saw that one especially. Um, I think that one came out a few days before, but it's just that like, you know. Just all the movies we loved, you know. Lion King was one of my top five to ten favorite movies of all time. Um, the Disney stuff was cool. Did you guys see the Tubi commercial? That had me rolling. Which one, bro? So Tubi, which is like a streaming service, a free streaming service on, uh, on you know, streaming platforms, obviously. Fire stick
4: and whatever. That, that, that I, By the way, seller, I said which one because that was hands down the winner in my book. <laughs> bro,
5: that had people jumping, stressing out. And it was just funny because it was like it breaks the fourth wall, you know. Uh, blue, I don't know if you saw it, but uh, you know, the commercial, you know, it it played like it was uh, going back to the um
4: pregame the show,
5: you know, pregame show, well, like, you and, know. and it
4: had the two guys that literally are calling the game, so it had those two dudes start the commercial, like, hey, it's Super Bowl 52 here in Arizona, and then like if you hit the remote, blue. Like, it pops on the bottom and, like, shows all the apps on your TV or whatever, if you have that type of uh, TV, which majority of people do nowadays, for God's sakes. So, right. it just threw me for a loop, dog. I was like,
6: where's the remote? What's going on?
4: <laughs>
5: oh, bro, they're posting videos on the internet. of family is, like, jumping around. Like, who's sitting on the remote? What are you guys doing? People freaking out, man. So... Good interactive way, you know. I th- I thought it was funny. It was creative, you know, strategic. Obviously, it's so, funny,
4: uh, you said, because yeah. literally I thought that was the best one because it got the most reaction, and it makes me realize, damn, yeah. I have Tubi on my Fire Stick because I no longer pay for Cox Cable or Satellite Disc. I use a Fire Stick and I use all apps, right? And so, and Tubi's free. It's on there. Yeah. Exactly. So I have Tubi on mine, even though I don't use the Tubi app for regular TV. But when it popped in all those apps, my TV will kind of look like that. where I was yep. like, holy shit, those aren't my apps. What- Who's on the remote?
5: <laughs> right. It, it's going to, it's, it literally lights a fire into your ass.
3: So I thought, yeah. You know, last year, last year, I was hyping up, you know, Tubi was the going to be the next big, uh, the big one to, to go after. Um, so I feel good about that. I, 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 literally was looking for Tubi to go public because, uh, I, I, I was looking at their app and how they were, <clears throat> they were marketing back then about a year and a half, two years ago. And I thought all oh, these guys are going to come with it.
4: Oh, really? You're on Tubi? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. I, I was on them. A- I, uh, I only knew about it because of, you know, I've seen it on my, it comes with the fire stick or whatever as one of those free apps for TVs. Cause I guess it's just regular channels. Yeah.
5: Uh, movies, shows here and there. Once they have, once Tubi has, like, their official, like, show, like, you know, Netflix has, uh, Narcos or something like that. Once Tubi has, like, their own show that, you know, is produced by them, I think they'll start jumping blue. You're right.
4: I mean, that's what these networks are doing. Let's just face it. As you think about it, who knew that Netflix was going to be the monster they are, right? They're going to have to be doing live shows before you know it. Live, especially, like, um, award shows and stuff like that. And then to think that just came on not too long ago, like Amazon Prime doing their own networks of shows. And they're putting out great stuff. Like those action shows yeah. that they put out are phenomenal. I'm like, I yeah. think it's Jack, whatever it's called. Uh, but I mean, there's three seasons of it that I'm hooked on it. I can't wait for the next season. When it came out not too long ago, I was all over it. But I mean, there's shows on Prime, Amazon that I watch. That And then the other What's one. What's the one we watch?
5: Uh, coach. Um, about the football coach who goes overseas to coach soccer in England. Oh, on on
4: Apple TV. Um,
5: that's right.
4: Oh shit! Everybody was not so many people dressed like him for uh, Halloween. Ted Hine,
5: Ted, Coach Lasso, Lasso, or something. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, man. that So season four is coming up, and I think that's the last season, man. So yeah, shows like that where people think, oh, it's Netflix or it's Amazon's. Well, or like or that's it's,
4: Apple TV. Even Apple TV just Apple, recently came uh, out. Must God be God low says. budget.
5: No way, bro. These guys can make hits. You know, they got everything they need to make a killer movie. You know, Martin well, he, says movie was a Netflix movie.
4: Yeah. And not only that, when you look at what Tubi's going to do, granted, it's not Disney, meaning I remember I remember saying to, say to myself, why is Disney pulling all their shit from Netflix? That's ridiculous. What are they Mm -hmm. doing? Netflix can pay them. They can do, and then Disney went to Disney Plus, and they have their own platform. Like, nope, we're going to do it all over here. And same thing with Paramount. Paramount doing the same thing.
5: And it's it's uh, Netflix was done for, you know, and Disney Plus was going to come out because Disney, bro, you got everything. You got your ESPN. You got a lot of movies are under the Disney umbrella, you know. Um, our man George Lopez, you know, still in the Disney Disney umbrella. Shout out to Shingon Bakery, but um. It's, it's, uh, where was I going with this? It's,
4: it's smart for these guys and there's room for them to grow. I think is where you're going because I didn't know Tubi was going to be what you said. And I think you or blue said once they create their own content, they're going to be a monster as well. And it just goes to show all you got to do is make some good shows because boom, before you know it, you have your own shows that people are watching like their shows on Disney plus like the basketball one, there's a girl's basketball coach. One that I watched. For my dog, like it's just different stuff, man. That's like, wow, this is unique, great content. And uh Tubi's going to be right there after they made a huge splash at the Super Bowl with all this hype. I think they're going to be right there. Another good one I liked that I was um, not surprised, but surprised. And I just thought it was a really cool commercial was Snoop Dogg and Skechers partnering up together and him pimping out Skechers. It's like, go Bet. ahead and cast that check player and go ahead and make Skechers look cool. And the funnier part is like, Snoop just made Skechers real, real cool. Like, I've oh, already yeah. been thinking and feeling Skechers is cool. Like, I bought me some Skechers from Costco because, you know, I buy shit from Costco all day, every day. And then it's like, Skechers it's puts crazy. out some dope shit. Look at you got some Skechers right there. Bro, It's it's one of those
5: things where it's like, if you grew up listening to Snoop, like me or us, Get yourself some sketch, bro. It's time to take care of your back problems. You know what I mean? Like Snoop Snoop wear sketches too. You know what I mean? Like it's not just the the it's not an old dad shoe anymore. You know, it these things are comfortable, bro. These are I've worn a pair of Adidas boots and I've worn these sketches, bro, and they're pretty damn comfortable. So it's
4: cool. I was looking at the Skechers golf shoes. I go now to the Sketchers outlet. I have a couple other Skechers shoes that I bought, like I said, from Costco that are just some casual wear and tears. Uh, but Snoop made it so cool. Any other commercial stuck out to you guys? Um, I don't know if Kevin, you
5: know. go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say the one with Kevin Hart was cool. You know, Kevin Hart doing his thing, and then seeing our boy Luda. You know, every time I say I see Luda, I'm just like, damn, that's There's our a boy. Lot Luda. Of stars
4: in that commercial, the
5: homie burning trees. You know, speaking of Luda and all that, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys caught the uh, 50th anniversary of uh, hip hop at the Grammys. Our boys, you know, two of those art- artists that were in that performance were at Burning Trees Festival. So I thought that was really cool, man. You know, really our cool. bus boy too short, you know, just you know, putting on for us and it was great. Go ahead, Blue. What were you saying?
3: No, I I I'm just gonna echo what I was just echoing what you're saying pretty much. I mean, you were right on the money there. I I'm I was excited to see um, Ludacris and, and uh, all those boys at that event that you're talking about and then to see them, you know, in the Super Bowl as well. It just uh, shows the relevancy of these artists and, and, and it's so important to have.
4: And the legacy. The one thing that you mentioned, though, Blue, at the beginning of this, that actually still has me puzzled is you're right, dude. Budweiser didn't spin the spin that they normally do and put the commercials out that they normally do because, you know, I mean, let's just face it. We've talked about puppies. We've talked about the Clydesdales playing football, playing frisbee, like the the lost horse that found that helped the dog. Like there's been years of wonderful commercials that Budweiser has put out. I'm just surprised they haven't went in another direction of doing something creative from the ad agency, whether it's not a horse or a dog or, you know, the, the women dressed up as, Are the guys dressed up as women for the Budweiser? That was such a big thing. I dressed up as a woman one year to go to the Super Bowl. Me and three listeners that won, uh, when I worked at Power 106, we drove them all to New Orleans for the Super Bowl when the Patriots were in there and won that field goal in overtime, whatever. And my point is, we dressed up as women all because of that Budweiser skit and marketing genius move. And it's just so funny that you said... We didn't really see anything big from Budweiser at all. Nothing stood out to me that was even halfway big. I don't even remember them doing a freaking commercial now that you say that.
3: Man, I, I don't I, 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 I thought for sure you were gonna see the big Budweiser commercial. You know, they always they always do it. Uh, this year it didn't happen. And I was kind of sad, you know, I was like, damn, where's the Budweiser? It was, it's been i mean, I feel like they've been on for the last 70
4: years. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. uh, 52. Yeah. There's only been 52 years. But yeah, 52 years, it feels like they've always done something. Doritos came through with some fun ones. But it's Cannabis Talk 101. When we come back. We've got some good stories. Oh, you know what? Let's come back and talk about the golf tournament that we just came back from. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back, we'll be right back after the sprint.
2: Subscribe to our weekly newsletter on our website, cannabistalk101.com.
7: welcome back
2: to cannabis talk 101 you know what time it
4: is dime time baby think higher with dime industries find them in california arizona and oklahoma check out the website dimeindustries.com on instagram dime.industries it was so cool to see dime out there in arizona and uh i don't know if you knew this solar blue and i were driving around town and we seen dime uh makeup and the writing was just like dime industries right the dime was just written the same way without the cannabis flower, so we called Mike from Dime going, dude, you got a makeup line? He goes yeah. now, and I go, well, it sure made me think <laughs> of your cannabis line. So uh, he's capitalizing. Are there? I don't know how that works. He's like, no, people keep calling me about it, but we were just in Arizona and blue. The Gridiron great Celebrity Golf Tournament was such a big success. I know, Solar, you didn't go out there, but you did a lot of work leading up to it. I mean, we had 50-some celebrities out there <laughs> golfing, and Thousands of people in attendance, and so many great sponsors and partners. And shout out to Red Falcon for being the premier partner out there. Red Falcon's a great cannabis brand out in the Coachella Valley. Just amazing people. They really hooked up these swag bags. And uh, Flower Co., My Bud Vase, so many other great people, Blue, that were out mint. there with us. The mint. The mint. You know. Feels- yeah. And the men did a great easy.
3: job. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you, you know, the uh, Red Falcon brands, uh, you know, I, they're just great people too. I mean, I, I got to really uh, meet some of the guys that move and shake there from their company and it was refreshing to see some just really great intelligent individuals that are in the cannabis industry, bringing their professional uh, backgrounds to, uh, to, to our industry. It's, it's, it's really refreshing.
4: Yes, and, you know, a big shout-out to Revenant for really uh, spearheading this with us and the Fairchild Group. Fairchild Group was fantastic as well, everybody from their team. It was like these three teams came together and joined up at the Anthem Country Club in beautiful Anthem, Arizona. And a big shout-out to that whole staff out there in Anthem. Uh, I forgot the the young Cigars cigars with Stars, you know, uh they, they they
3: really supported us as well with the gridiron greats. Um, you know, we, we we went out to that event there Thursday night and it was just an amazing time uh with the Cigars of Stars. It was packed. There was thousands of people there, NFL players, uh, college players, athletes from from all different sports. It, it was just a, a class A event. Um and uh shout out to Cigars of Stars.
4: Well, not, and, and not only that, like, there was so many times, Solar, that you're just sitting there going, damn, I didn't realize Michael Irvin was that tall. I oh, yeah. mean, when you look at, like, some of these players and some of these guys, I mean, you know, he's a wide receiver, Hall of Famer from the Dallas Cowboys, and you're like, damn, I, I you know, you forget how thick and big Christian Okoye is. You forget how big Eric Dickerson is, and Blues over there having lunch with Marcus Allen, and... You know, yeah, it's, it's just cool. Uh, one cool thing after another that we were doing out there, Solar. It was um, pretty fantastic, and the talent that was out there, as far as the atmosphere, people, and uh, and a shout out speaking of talent to the ladies and atmosphere ladies, the models from Evelyn and what what are the what is their Divine
5: Elegance models? Yeah, what is it again? Divine Elegance Models. Yeah, shout out Ooh. to Ebony, Evelyn, that whole crew, man. They're just great. It's not so much. Obviously, they're a modeling agency, but they really pride themselves on enhancing and just enhancing the experience out there of these events that they go to. Not just, you know, standing there, you know, greeting people, making, you know, but making people feel welcome, making people feel valued, you know, making the experience better. You know, whether it's a damn, you know, Super Bowl event or a damn Chuck E. Cheese, those those models will make that place just they make that place light up, you know, well, because wherever. they
4: have the great personality. And It's funny because you guys, we actually interviewed Ebony on our show and Evelyn. They came on our show a long time ago when we first met divine elegance. Is that what is it? Their company divine
5: elegance models? Yeah. Back in July. Yeah.
4: Divine elegance models. And when we met them, it was just more random and they came on the show. They were phenomenal. And then after they come on, they started doing some things with us and dude, I've been so impressed with Ebony because she had this idea to create this company and you just don't realize how great it is to hire like a group like divine elegance models because I didn't either I was like what are they an escort service what is this undercover for I don't know what I was thinking like you just don't know right. But bottom line, it's a bunch of beautiful women with even better personalities. And they're sitting there mingling with everybody. And like you said, Salar, making everybody feel great. They just enhance the atmosphere, Mm -hmm. right? They just make your atmosphere beautiful, fun, cool. And um, they're nice. And it was exciting. And everybody was having a good time with them. And I mean, the women, the men. And this is at a country club. So it's not like we had them at a nightclub. You know what I mean? No. They were dressed in, in country club attire and golf attire, and it was dope. Uh, was dope. matter of fact, I posted a picture of me and one of the girls on the thing, and Jim McMahon was in between all the ladies there. It was just really fun from all that. Let me tell you one of the highlights of this, though, which you've seen it on the group text we're on, but for those listening, on the holes, you guys, because I actually played with David Tran. Let me tell you this story. I'm playing with David Tran, and Jerry Rice was, it was on his thing, and he goes, I'm Jerry Fried Rice.
5: Get the fuck out of here! He did not say that. <laughs>
4: <The> <laughs> for those who that don't know, to- David Tran's an Asian guy. He, when he said that about himself, I freaking lost. Tranimal, it. baby, the Tranimal. I love David Tran for that line, and he just kept running with it all day, and it was awesome. And then, uh, but my point is, we were driving around the neighborhood at the Country Club, and so many of the neighbors were like giving shots away and drinks. But one of them had a big old poster that said free beer. And you drive your cart to that side and you get the free beer from the house. And the guy pulled out his grandma's recipe of the moonshine she made. It was just cool. That's you know amazing. I, mean? I
5: remember seeing those signs. That's so funny, bro. So people were actually pulling up to that house,
4: huh? Oh, dude. Then one of the holes, there was like 20 men up there sitting there just watching. And as you're putting, the, ooh, the I mean, there's galleries on so many different holes of people watching us. It was really, really cool. Teddy, you want to say how to start Hey, Teddy. Teddy wants to say hi to you, Silar. He literally p- poked me on the side.
5: Teddy is the Cannabis on 101 mascot. He is a, what is he, like a four or
4: six-month-old uh, elaborate golden doodle? He is now 11 months, about to be a year old, actually. Oh,
5: Very my soon. God.
4: As he's been on the show now a few times, and he literally poked me, like, pick me up. I want to be on the show. I don't know what it was like, but anyhow, who great time thank you for those that came out there a lot of people we met in arizona that were phenomenal and a lot of people from california went out there it's cannabis talk 101 we come back a solar i have a story about amsterdam that's just gonna make your red light turn green it's cannabis talk oh. 101. we'll be right back after
2: this make sure you like follow and subscribe to cannabis talk 101 now LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here.
6: Now back to the number one cannabis show on the
2: planet. You know what? Kit? F- to the number one cannabis show in the universe, Cannabis Talk 101.
4: Let me tell you about the Bear Flag Group. Now, when it comes to manufacturing, this is where quality products meet expert teamwork. They can create all types of extraction products from custom-infused pre-rolls, cartridges, tinksters, live rosin cartridges, distillate cartridges, and all-size flower packaging. They are co-packaging for the best brands in cannabis. Folks, get your white label started today. Check them out. Now and learn so much more at bearflaggroup.com. Look at that bear flag, they were out there with us too in Arizona, which is great. Oh, yeah! Shout
5: out to Greg, Albert, Nicole. I love that team, man. They're just the most welcoming people. I'm glad they're out there for that, you know. Yeah, good I mean,
4: people, cool. well, so far, I said I'm coming back with this Amsterdam story, and I know you had a story locked and loaded as you got your joint ready to smoke, but uh, we'll save yours because this one right here, we all know Amsterdam. Well, let me ask you, have you ever been to Amsterdam?
5: I have not. I've had my dad tell me straight up, you need to go to Amsterdam. You got to check out the red light district. My dad told me that shit.
4: You're kidding me. Oh, yeah. Is that where you met your mother? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Can you imagine? That'd be crazy, right? Hey, son, you got to go yeah. there. Teddy stop licking my mouth. Oh, my God. that'd be. I mean, you never know, right? I mean, I wasn't trying to be a jerk, but just trying to be funny. But you never know. As he's like, you got to go there. Right. Uh, and that you gotta go my my. i i've never been either but i really want to go and maybe we need to go together but the red light district has long been a destination of course to escape all the laws and restriction of everyday normal lives that we all seem to sit there and have in place but going damn they have what there you could buy cannabis there you could buy drugs there you could get hookers there but people who live there it seems they're ready to chill out a little bit now it's going to put a ban on the use of cannabis on the streets of the red light district, citing it's a nuisance and grim atmosphere. And this is actually looking to take place in mid May. So they're going to say now you can only smoke like in the shops, not on the streets.
5: Got it. Okay.
4: You know what I mean? And yeah, Yeah. they're saying because the new mayor is trying to clean up the place. Like part of this campaign of Amsterdam's, By the way, it's the first ever, you ready for this, female mayor. So, Femke Helsema is her name. She wants to make the neighborhood more livable for residents. Residents cannot sleep well, and the neighborhood becomes unsafe and unavailable. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, you look back in 2019, when the same mayor presented four options aimed to protecting sex workers from degrading conditions, tackling crime, and reducing the impact of tourism in Amsterdam's good old De and Red Light District, as CNN reported a while back, which included closing the curtains on the windows so sex workers can't be seen from the street. I think that's one of the greatest things about it. It's like going to a deli and seeing the meats right there. I want that meat, that meat, and that cheese, right? Yep. And they're saying fewer window-style rooms and then moving the brothels to new locations elsewhere in Amsterdam and possibly a sex worker hotel being created. Now, excuse me, Teddy, go ahead and sit down. Um, I personally think that a sex worker hotel would be ideal. Now... Where I have been, Solar, is I've been to the Bunny Ranch. Dennis Hoff's kind bunny ranch.
5: brothel or something,
4: yeah. It's in uh it's it's in um like the Reno going that way, but you know yep. Nevada, definitely Nevada. Nevada, right? Thank yeah. you. A long time ago we did this thing when I worked at Power 106 called the zine And we got a bunch of listeners that had never been laid, and that's why we and we put him in a limo and we drove him out to Nevada to Dennis Hoff's Bunny Ranch so that they could all get laid in the limousine. The limousine took them out there. I flew out there, met them, broadcasted live from Dennis Hoff's Bunny Ranch. And um, I mean, I've always been a fan of it. I'm not afraid to, to say that. I'm not afraid to say, you know, let a woman have her choice. If this is the way she chooses to make money, then let it be. Say again? Right? Is that not fine demand? <laughs> so no,
5: it's it's a very uh gray area, obviously, because there's a market for it, and it's one of those things. It's let the states choose, right? Um, you know, Nevada, obviously, has a huge hospitality industry, and sometimes that pushes boundaries. You know, or not boundaries, rather, but limits, not limits, but definitely, you know, break some glass ceilings there. Um, I, you know, I think if we protect these sex workers, maybe protect their environments. I don't know if blaming cannabis on, you know, the unsafe conditions of the red light district is kind of relevant. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of like, you know, when cannabis got blamed for the, for the drought in California, it's like, oh yeah, we're in a drought. It's because these cannabis farms are using up so much water. It's like, ah, no, it's because a lot of people leave water running daily. You know, it's the people who, you know, thaw out their chicken by letting hot water run daily. You know what I mean? So it's kind of one of those things where it's, um, you're kind of attacking one industry, kind of, you know, marginalizing them to to protect another one kind of thing, right?
4: And not only that, I feel like Amsterdam has been the poster child of how to do cannabis right in an area. Like, it was like, well, look at Amsterdam. The crime rate's low there, this and that. I think it's the other drugs that play a part in that area. And, of course, you know, all the tourism. When you get a lot of people in any place, shit's going to happen. Let's just face it.
5: People who like to hang out
2: prostitutes,
5: a lot of them like to do cocaine and other drugs too as well. You know what I mean? So to to, to to blame, you know, yeah. So to blame, you know, it's just strictly cannabis. I don't, you know, I, I'm not saying she's blamed cannabis. Maybe she's calling it the drug, you know, issue of, of the area. I'm just
4: saying not smoking it outside anymore. I mean, you know, I guess it'd be weird to live in that area.
5: Like you were saying, you know, but Amsterdam is, you know, its tourism is based off, you know, cannabis as far as I'm concerned. And, you know, it is, you know, Dutch land. So, you know, I'm sure they got, you know, chocolates and other stuff going on too as well. But I mean, to to kind of like hinder one of your biggest tourist attractions being the cannabis cafes, which are blowing up out here, you know, a lot of these lounges that are opening up in California and across the United States have, you know, they've taken the Amsterdam model of, you know, let's get a space cake, let's get a brownie. And, uh, you know, a joint or in a, in a special brownie, you know what I mean? So I, it's just funny how we're kind of, you know, ramping up our blueprint for the cannabis cafes. And they're kind of, I mean, their cafes are still going bong. So it's, they're, they can't smoke outside, right? It's got to be consumed indoors, this
4: cannabis. Exactly. That's what they got to do. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of places that are doing them, like you said, around here. Matter of fact, shout out to the Flower Co., the dispensary out in Corona. Oh, yeah. They we're out there with this. No. In Arizona, they're looking to open up uh, a smoking lounge as well. So, and and I know oh, yeah. exactly where they're looking to do it. I know there's not one I don't think in, in their area, but they're partnering up with somebody I think towards L.A. or something. But they just do things right, man. I like looking at their Instagram and following them and seeing what they're doing. And they're they're about helping the community. They, matter of fact, he even bought the owner of that court paid a thousand dollars, dude, for a Revenant jersey signed by Jim McMahon and Kyle Turley. Which of course, that money went to the fundraiser for the Gridiron Greats. Hell yeah! That he's just a class Shout act out to doing Flower
5: that. Co. and everybody, man. That that's just awesome. Also, speaking of the whole lounge thing, i uh, hope you had a chance to meet uh, our boy Edgar Ramona Fields Cannery, also Fields Cannabis, who's opening the uh the giant, you know, cannabis uh cult seed to sale cultivation venue um, that we talked about on the show a couple months back. Um, he was out there fields cannabis. So I th- I'm very excited for, you know, those lounges, those, you know, those, ex- ex- those, those cannabis, you know, experiences that we're getting, you know? So I think Edgar's doing a great thing with all that. He'll be on the show Tuesday, February 21st, along with ice bar too, as well. So I think it's great, you know? Um, Again, you know, they don't want people smoking, you know, off the streets. Hey, open up lounges. Allow us to open this lounges. Give us a place where people can monetize a, a safe place to smoke and consume where it's not outside in front of kids or whatever, what have you, and it's indoors. So let's push these lounges in California. Um, if you're opening up a lounge in California, bring out Cannabis Talk 101. We'll blow the place out and make sure the place is never empty.
4: And you know what? We're going to end the show, Salar. I want to end this with somebody I met out in Vegas. He's an artist by the name of Noble Gentry and he has a song that he played for me and it's just so cannabis themed that I uh, was hearing it and I was like, you know what? This isn't bad. And uh, you know what? I think I'm going to play it on the show. can I play it on the show? Would you? Would you really? I go, you know what? I think I will. So I want to bless everybody on here and let you guys hear this artist that gave me some music out of Arizona when we were out there. He goes by the name of Noble Gentry. I don't think he's signed, by no means, but uh, it's very oh, cannabis themed. So, Laura, take a listen to it and uh, tell me what you guys think. One 1980 And if nobody else loves you, we 80-80. do.
6: I'll be on it, switch I be on them switcha sweet I be on I be on I be on them switcha sweet I be on them switcha sweet I be on them switcha sweet I be on I be on I be on Hopy all, hopy on, then switch the sweets of that blueberry's my favorite treat. Pack it up, stuff it up, roll the blunt with a bomb as trees. Hoppy high like 10 feet, hoppy high where the planes be. Parasailing, I'm triple scaling, I'm climbing nine, blowing off these trees. Hopy off that palm shit, HF ring the alarm quick. Roll it up and I pack it up, and I be getting high, that's all rick. Right. Hopy off that ghost green, that blue dream, got me going to sleep. Some king's cush for the prince of me. Everything is purple if you let it freeze. Hopy all that lemon haze. Feelin' stuck lost in a days hobby off that paper plane next to BOB and we sipping drink hobby off that green crack pass it around pass it back hobby on that jack ram and you be talking where the seeds at but oh no low blow with them swishes
2: Got him stuck on dumb and groupies just taking pictures. Better slow your roll.
6: Cause low do to get too vicious. Talking too much and right. Now I'ma need a swisher. I'll be on them, swisher, sweets. I'll be on them, swisher sweets. I'll be on, I'll be on, I'll be on them, swisher sweets, I'll be on them, swisher sweets, I'll be on them, swisher sweet sweets, I'll be on, I'll be on, I'll be on. Hopy off that train wreck Saw the white light but I came back Hobby on that ass get my beats about to go A rap Hobby off that bubble laying lay low like where my chains at Hobby on that great eight little bit of hash you get your brain slapped Homies don't know me but they know I blow that swisher. up Grape, strawberry tequila flavor, I miss ya. Oops, sorry babe, but Mary Jane, I'ma have to kiss her. Drake got margarita leaders, I got patrolled by the that's pitcher. That's uh, that's so, Dexter, sorry if I missed ya. And say said pick your poison, so my mind's gone off them swishers Low, what? Smokes, what? Homing ain't no joke, what? Yes, they pistol totin' and high in the tightrope, what? SLHOKEY, chronic cough, but I never choke. Smoking purple haze, stuck in the days from all that smoke. I can barely find my way, but it's okay, cause I'm on that road to Light Slammer and Fame. In a pocket full of that dough. But oh no, low blowin' them swishers Got them stuck on dumb and groupies just taking pictures. Better slow your roll, cause low don't to get too vicious. Talking too much, and right now I'ma need a swisher. I be on them swisher sweet. I be on them swisher sweet.
1: Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise.